Welcome back to Scoreline with myself, Shane O'Keefe. Now, I'm delighted to be joined on the line by the man, the myth, the legend, that is Mr. Owen Larkin. Owen, how are you doing today, sir? Good, Shane. Good, and yourself? Not too bad, not too bad. Look, we're going to focus all on uh, the Carlow Championship. I just wanted to say what great, kind words you had uh, last week on Scoreline in reference to Brian stepping down. It was just tremendous to get an insight from someone that spent so long under his tutelage, and it was just brilliant, kind words. Yeah, after sure, look, it was a kind of an emotional day, kind of a sad day for Kenny, if you like, but Brian has given unbelievable service and certainly uh, he, he deserved to enjoy his, his retirement, although it might be retirement from Kenny, but he'll be, I'm sure he'll still be uh, head, neck and shoulders involved in, in the GEA and, and our own club of Auburn, James Stevens. So, look, he's done a tremendous job over the 24 years he was there and um, he, he obviously thinks it's... Um, time to step aside and let someone else have a go at Yeah, certainly, no doubt you'll be seeing him out in the Kells Road there anyway. Uh, Owen, you could have a Carlo Senior Hurling Championship in your back pocket. Would you throw your name in for the ring as Kilkenny manager? <laughs> ah, there's a long way to go. Yeah. <laughs> there's two, two tough games to go yeah, in the Carlo uh, Hurling Championship. But look, uh, there's a lot more lads out there with more experience than I have. Um, you know, they've been in the, in the county management scene and... Uh, have a lot more experience but like I said there's a, lot, there's a long way to go on the Carlow Championship yet Would you tip your hat to anyone in particular? After look the, the obvious names are after all being named you know Derek Ling I suppose Eddie Brennan Michael Fenley David Hurley is in the, in the mix um, I heard Martin Fogarty's name be mentioned look uh, it'll, it'll just take it'll just take the county board a couple of weeks to, to go through the nominations and things like that um, but look I wouldn't be surprised to see anyone any of those lads get the, get the thing, although no one in the county county board they could come out with somebody you know that nobody has mentioned, and uh, that wouldn't surprise me either. Could you envision like a 1979 scenario when Pat Henderson and Eddie Kerr kind of dual managed the team, and that happening again, possibly in a wait for for Henry to finish up with Galway? Yeah, well, sure. Look, maybe you know I wouldn't rule anything out. Um, I suppose we've been. You know, all we've known, I suppose, for the last 24 years was, was Brian Boney as Kilkenny manager. And, um, you know, it's going to be a different process, a new process for the Kilkenny County Board because that's all they've known as well. So, look, they'll just have to take their time. And, you know, if if we can get a giant manager or giant managers in that are going to do the best for Kilkenny, you know, I wouldn't be against that either. But I think... They should take their time now and get the right appointment. Yeah, interesting developments. And you mentioned there you have two games to go in the Carlos Senior Hurling Championship. Uh, before we kind of delve into it, now that you've been ingrained with Ballinkiddle, I think 2001 was the last time they won the Senior Hurling Championship. They were in the final only two years ago. But is there a real want to be able to break that duct? Asher there is, Shane. You know, they're a small club down in outside Bagelstown and like you said, it's 2001 since they last won it. So there is there is a bit of hurt there. Uh, you know that they, they want to, that they want to get over the line and, and try and be county champions again. And you know that's that's what the county or the club chairman told me the night I met him. And you know I, I'm a, an ambitious person as well. That's what I want as well. I want to win. You know we all we all love sport, but we all love to win in sport as well. So. Um, you know the, the the players down there want to do that as well. They know they know the task that's ahead of them on, on Sunday. Um, and look, we're going out 
we're all fit and healthy and we're, we're ready to go on Sunday. So um, we're there to take our chance now. We've hurled um, relatively well through the league campaign and uh, and you know with probably one or two performances not up to scratch. But look, um, we're in a good place and we're hoping for a good performance now on Sunday. And you're mentioning hurling well, and it was something that Brendan Hennessy brought up in your post match there from last week. That it seemed to be people are really responding to the style of play that's happening, and fans seem to be getting behind it as well. Can you sense that amongst the squad? Ah, yeah, look, they're a great group of lads to work with, to be honest. You know, they, they put their head down every night and, you know, it probably didn't go so well for us last year, albeit we had a couple of injuries and, to key players and things like that. But, look, they, they've really come together this year and they've, they've worked hard and they know what they want. And, uh, you know, it really is an easy job for me going down there because, you know, I just set up the training and, and they take it on from there. And, you know, that's, that's what every manager wants is that players... Um, players take on responsibility and they have in fairness to them you know they, they've really responded this year and they've, like I said they've worked hard and you know they got their just rewards now they're in the semi-final against Sam Mullins but like I said probably Mount Leinster Angels and Sam Mullins have been the standard bearers over the last 15-20 years in, in Carlow so they're under no illusions that they're up against it on, on Sunday but look everybody in sport loves a challenge and what bigger challenge than to say than to say Sam Mullins on Sunday and mentioning St Mullins, it was only two weeks ago now that you were able to get the better of him. I think it was two fourteen to one nine. Does that game count for anything ahead of this one? No, I wouldn't think so, Shane. You know, obviously it was an important game for us, but you know, I think they had a wedding down there during the week that week, and they were missing James Dial and, and Mouse Cabin obviously is in America. So I think one or two other lads were injured. So it looked like probably they were going to get to the semi-finals anyway that night. So. Um, you know, it'll be a totally different game on, uh, on, on Sunday because obviously it's knockout semi-final, a place in the final at stake. So, uh, look, we were just trying to build something um, with that game. You know, we wanted to obviously win that game because we had we didn't win a game last year and we wanted to keep, try and keep the momentum going and we have uh, and backed it up then last week with a with a win against Bagelstown. So, we're going in, you know, confident. Um, like I said, we're all in good form. Uh, but we're under no illusions at the task ahead. And going back to that St Mullins game, there was a blistering start for me. It was a very fast-paced start for me. And is that something that you consciously go in? Because you see it different ways. You've seen Kilkenny against Clare, say, on the inter-county scene, and it was a blistering start and it couldn't be recovered. But then you've seen the other side of things, say, in the Munster Championship uh, two years ago, or, or just gone, when Limerick and Tipperary were playing, and Limerick came into it in the second half, and they kind of geared themselves up maybe towards the second half. Is that something you, as a manager, would be consciously looking at? Different periods where you're going, OK, this is where we take our break, and then this is when we hit yeah, look, everybody as a manager, as a player, everybody wants a, a quick start, I suppose. It doesn't always happen. And we were just lucky enough that night we got two two quick goals and were able to kind of keep my arms length for most of the game. But look, um, you know, you can't you can't predict what's going to happen in any given game. You know, I, I know Sam Mullins will probably be looking at it saying we can't give him the start we get in the last day. So, you know, the likelihood of getting that kind of a start again is probably slim. But look, if we could get it on Sunday, I certainly wouldn't be... I certainly, I certainly take it right now if you give it to me. But um, look, that, and the, and the lads are well aware of that as well. That was kind of a freak. And we got two quick goals and we were able to keep my arms in. But look, th- then the following week against Bagnelltown, you know, we really had to grind it out. Um, you know, we went three points down the second half. We did level at half time, three points down the second half, and still 
you know, we, we just stay going and we're able to scrape over the line by two points. So, but look, you know, in, a, in an ideal world, I suppose, you know, we'd love to get a good start, but, you know, it's not the end of the day if we don't, or end of the game if we don't, you know. As Brian, uh, we were just talking about Brian Cody there a couple of minutes on, as he would say, the, the, the scoreboard only matters once, and that's at the final whistle. So, um, if we can scrape out, uh, be the pint ahead at the final whistle, I'd be delighted. Uh, as as a management team, then how do you prepare for a championship game as opposed to a league game? You mentioned Sam Mullins there. You know they were probably through to the semi final already, um, so you you had that to be able to motivate them. Going, these guys mightn't be at their their full stead. But how do you prepare for a knockout game in comparison to a league game, or is it even different? Is it just it's the game of hurling? Yeah, no, I think it's the same. You know, every day you grow, you want to do your very best and work work as hard as you possibly can and try and win the game nobody goes out to lose the game so I think it's it's very similar obviously you know you have the added incentive now that you know if you win you're in a county final and if I suppose if you lose you're gone um, and and that's really probably more so on players that you know they know their season is over if they, if they lose and there's a huge prize at, at stake if they win uh, but look the, the, the build up and the trend hasn't changed for us you know um we're still working as hard as we possibly can and on the given days all these, you know, it's week on week now and there's not a whole lot, whole lot we can do, only try and recover for a couple of days and work on one or two things then towards the end of the week. So, um, look, it's, it's a game of hurling, as you said, um, 60 minutes, two teams going out hell for leather and made the best one win. Does it ever get in your head as a manager of as someone who's experienced it at such a high level of, you know, the possibility of going to provincial and then going to an all Ireland series. Is that in your head at all or are you just staring at St Mullins? Ah look, we're we're concentrating on St Mullins, but look, I'd be a liar if I said, you know, that's that'd be the dream, you know. We all we're all human and we all dream and some nights you'd be laying in the bed saying wouldn't it be great if we could get over the line on Sunday and and get over the line in the county final and then look forward to a Leinster Championship campaign. Um, that's obviously the dream. Look, there's, there's a lot of hurling to be played before before that becomes reality. And you know, we're taking one game at a time. And uh, right in front of us now is Semble, and uh, they're they're going to want to do the same thing. You know, they they got to a Leinster final a couple of years ago and um, narrowly missed out on a, a Leinster final winning it. Uh, you know, a start of the Hill Sharmas team. So that just shows you the level that they're at at the moment. And um, look. That's always the dream, but we're, we're taking one step at a time. And just before I let you go on, thanks for very, being so accommodating with your time. Uh, you mentioned Ballyhell Shamrocks there, and they're looking to go in defence of an unprecedented five in a row within the Kilkenny Championship. That's starting back up this weekend, and you talk about dreams. Every team are going to be dreaming of being able to stop them, but do you have any in your head that you think are going to be proven to be particularly difficult for Shamrocks? to secure that title? Yeah, well, sure, look, last year's finalist, I suppose, first and foremost, a lot of girls will be, be looking to go on better again. Yeah. My own club, James Stevens, obviously, got to the semi-final, Shamrock's bet him in the, in the semi-final last year, so, hopefully, um, our own lads can, uh, you know, look, there's 12 teams in Kenny Shane, and really, you know, on any given day, anyone can be anyone, so, um, it'll be interesting to see, look, I know it's starting this weekend, but, you know, the Shamrocks being the Shamrocks probably don't really uh, pay too much attention to the league side of it. I know TJ and a couple of the inter-county lads are, are away on holidays, so I'm not even sure if they're going to be around for this weekend. But, 
you know, unfortunately for all the rest of the teams, you know, they all give it a hundred percent and try and get to get through to a quarter final without having to play a first round. That's the that'd be the ideal scenario. So look, those three or four teams there that I mentioned, but look, as I said, any team in Kenny can be any anyone else on any given day. So um, it's it's it, you know it has it's it's widely known that it's a really competitive championship and everyone will be out going and now to try and stop the stop the Shamrocks doing the final row. Any team can beat anybody, and the same goes in the Carlow Championship. Oh, and thanks very much for taking the time. Best of luck tomorrow against St. Mullins. No bother, Shane. Thanks a million. Thank you. On Larkin there, ladies and gentlemen, ahead of Ballinkillen taking on St. Mullins in a double header. The other side of things will be Mount Leicester Rangers going up against Bagnallstown Gales. Lots more still to come here on Scoreline. Don't go anywhere. Lots happening in Carlo as well. On the intermediate side of things, the Mount Leicester Rangers will play St. Mullins today and Nave Owen facing off with Bagnallstown Gales. Last night, St. Mullins coming away from the junior Carlo Championship with a win over Burren Rangers. We'll be hearing from the captain in just a bit. We may have the manager, but right now we have the manager of St. Mullins' senior team. We're returning to Netwatch Cullen Park tomorrow for the senior championship semi-finals. County champions, Mount Leicester Rangers are going up with Bagnallstown Gales as the kind of start of our double header, and then after that then we'll have St Mullins going up against Ballinkillen. Joining me now on the line is one of the four managers that we'll be speaking to today who are participating in tomorrow's competition Morris Aylward from St Mullins Morris, how are you doing sir? Well thanks Thanks very much for taking the time to speak with us, no doubt it's going to be a very very busy day for yourself getting prepped for tomorrow Yes it is, yes it is it's a busy day for the club in general because as I said there a minute ago they won the junior last night and they're playing intermediate today and they're playing senior tomorrow. And would you have gotten to see the junior game last night and seen the intermediate today or are you kind of just focused no, on I the final tomorrow? The I might get to see the intermediate but I, I wasn't at the junior last night because uh, I have been very busy lately. Certainly. And it'll be it'll be so much even for the club though if they were able to kind of do a treble in all competitions. <laughs> it would be a wonderful achievement. It's going to be quite hard as well. You're going up against Ballinkillen, who are in flying form, getting a victory over Bagnallstown Gales there recently, and then two weeks ago uh, up against yourself. Now we were speaking to Owen Larkin, and he kind of was saying that uh, you know you Fazet Mullins probably weren't at full strength. He believes there was a wedding going on. You were missing a few key players or anything, so he's not putting any stock really into the league game. What about yourself? Are you out kind of to to right that wrong of that game? Well, we have to right that wrong. Number one, unfortunately, I was not at game myself due to a, a bereavement in the family. But um, no, I saw the game afterwards and um, Ballin and Killen were absolutely flying. Now, we were a bit stuck to the ground, all right, I must admit. But we have a lot of ground to make up, no doubt about it. We were beaten by eight pints. So it's a big turnaround to come from eight pints to win. But look, at, we, have, we have prepared well and we're hoping that we leave it all on the field tomorrow. And speaking of eight points, I believe last year, I know Niall O'Donnell was in charge there last year, but St. Mullins 16 points, Mount Rangers 24 points in the final. That's an eight-point deficit right there. Is that playing on people's minds uh, now going into it, just knowing that you were so close? 2019 was the last time that you've won it. It's arguably always been yourself and Mount Leinster Rangers up at the top. Is, is, is that something now that you're thinking about going into the semi-final, that last year you got to the final and now you have to do one better and win it? No, we're not thinking about that now, to be quite honest about it. We're just thinking about this game on, on tomorrow and to get the 
results that we need there. We take we're taking it one game at a time because that's the way we took it this year, one game at a time. Because we had, um, you know, as you mentioned there earlier, those weddings and things like that. So we've took took it as it came, one game at a time. We didn't look forward to anything. We're um, in the semi-final now, and we, for the last week, we've just concentrated on that, and that's our position now. And and when you're concentrating on it, and you're preparing it for it, Morris. Like, do do you genuinely kind of look forward to it, or is there a sense of nervous anticipation for it? Well, you have a little bit of both. Now we're really looking forward to it, like because uh, as I said, we're preparing well, and the team looked good in training on Tuesday night in particular, and last night, but or Thursday night. But Tuesday night we were moving very well and I was very happy with him. And if I could bring that from St. Mullins pitch to Carlo on Sun, uh, tomorrow, I think we would be there or thereabouts. Yeah, and you got off to a flying start in the league. I think it was three wins in a row before that defeat to Ballinkillen as well. Um, was, was there something, and then you played Mount Leinster Rangers, was there something uh, in those three games that you're looking to, to really get the guys' attention back on and get them kind of thinking in the same mindset that they were when they were on that run? Well, while we won those games, we never set the world on fire. Yeah. You know, there was a lot of good things in the game, but there were a lot of things we had to improve on from every game, and that's what we tried to take from every game. Uh, keep building the momentum on the good things we were doing and to try to improve on the things that we should be doing that we weren't doing. And um, then we came up against, as you said, Ballinakillen then. We won the first three. Uh, Admittedly, the third game now we struggled to win it and we were lucky to win it against Baglinstown. But um, Van Nekillen, we came, we came a downer, but uh, there was a, probably a little reason for that and I, I'd hope that tomorrow the team will be moving a lot better than they were two weeks ago. And Ballinakillen in themselves as well, you know, they didn't do very well last year. They seem to be in flying form now with Owen Larkin at the helm. How tough of a challenge do you think that they're going to pose tomorrow? They're going to pose a huge challenge to us. And they have some very good players now. I, I mean, I, this is my first year in Carlo, and I wouldn't know the players as good as other people would. But, I mean, they have some terrific players. They have one terrific forward that will probably walk on most teams in Kilkenny. And um, it's, not, it's not a one-man team by any means, don't get me wrong. But they have. They're a well-balanced team. They're well-trained, well-coached, and they're moving very well, and they're playing with the confidence. And that's what we have to try to match. Now, as a... I said, we didn't match it two weeks ago. We're hoping, we're hoping that we'll turn it around this tomorrow. And it, how have you found, is it, since you, you said it's your first year in Carlo, how have you found the, the job since you've been involved? Are, are you enjoying it? I'm enjoying it. It's different to Kilkenny now. For, there's a number of reasons. Number one is that you, you haven't as many clubs in Carlo, hurling clubs in Carlo as you have, as you have in Kilkenny. Yeah. So it entails your meeting you're meeting one another more times than you would in Kilkenny. As you know, Carlo is probably predominantly a football club. And the other thing I, I find is that the championship, the championship has been played off one week after another, with the exception of one break. It's just go, go, go. And if you get any disruption at all with injuries, or in our case as well, had a wedding, it's not easy because uh, you haven't time to prepare. And the other thing I would find is, and you mentioned that at the beginning of your programme, is we played a junior final last night. We have an intermediate semi-final today and we have a senior semi-final tomorrow. There was also under-20 matches in between as well. So, the, you know, I mean, the whole thing was crowded. 
wasn't easy even prepare. And the same place to all the clubs. It's not saying Mullins, but it wasn't easy prepare. And I think uh, I'd have to say from a player welfare point of view, it's, it's just not on because there's some players who were involved with three teams. I'm not saying they're playing on the three teams, but they were involved maybe on the 20 intermediate and they were on the panel of the senior team. And it's very heavy going on players with that kind of carry on. That's my honest opinion now. No, no, it's, it's it's refreshing to hear that kind of opinion as well because, you know, you're someone who's who's won like all Ireland glory already and it's great to be able to have your assessment on things for the championship and how things can improve. And do you think it's something that you can go now, say, to the Carlow County Board and kind of give your recommendations on how that can improve? I think we could give recommendations and I think the County Board has to come up with some solution for, for for that, two things. What I said is playing three games in in the one week with three different competitions, where you have uh, three where you have players involved in the three is number one. Number two, the other thing I would like to see the Carroll County Board doing is that at, before the end of this year, a decision should be made on the format of the championship next year. Like I mean, players, we had a wedding, but those players thought that the championship was going to be played at a different time. I think the onus is on the county board to let, to have the farmer decided between hauling and football and when it's going to be played next year so that players can prepare and work out their plans for the year <clears throat> excuse me and I think that's only right and I think players deserve that and I think uh, managers and chairman and everyone over the club we deserve that we deserve to know we should know in the month of November what the farmer for next year is going to be and I think that's only right and so there was was there a lot of a, a kind of ambiguity leading up to this championship then for yourself? Well, we were there. When I went in first, I didn't even know when the championship was going to be played or the league championship. And I think, I might be wrong, but I think it was around the middle of May before the county board decided or went to the clubs to decide which farmers would they use, whether they play football first or hauling first or vice versa, or play two weeks, hauling two weeks football. But it's only about middle of the end of May that it was decided. That's totally wrong. That should be decided next November. Within a couple of months, that should be decided. And it's not a big job. And of course, yourself then, without Marty Cavanagh then for the summer as well, you know, something could have been worked out there, I'd imagine you're thinking. It could. Like, I mean, you take the Kilkenny players, the Kilkenny players that go to America for for the summer. They're back in time. They come back any time the next month. They're back for the championship. I mean, Marty went... Marty's not back for the championship because he's not coming back until the end of August. So we have to do without them. Now, those other clubs have the same problem in Carlo, don't get me wrong. It's not just St. Mullins. But if they knew that the championship was starting at a certain time, they could plan better. Would you reckon that you could have Marty back for any type of provincial charge? Oh, yeah, probably if, they, if we were lucky enough to win it, uh, Marty could possibly be back. I don't know now, tell you the truth. You haven't had much kind of conversation with him. You're just dealing with the players that you have now at your disposal. The last time I was talking to Marty, he just said to me, I'll be back for the club championship. <laughs> <laughs> Whenever that is going ahead. Well, Morris, thanks very much for taking the time. Uh, as a, a man who's kind of had all Ireland glory with Ballyhale, it'd be remiss of me not to ask you about the Kilkenny championship and who do you see kind of, is there anybody that can kind of usurp Ballyhale and stop them under five in a row charge? Yeah, well, I think there's two or three clubs or four could do it. Like, uh, certainly, Old Auckland's is going to be there or thereabouts. Uh, you can never write off 
James Steves against the Shamrocks. And uh, I'd expect a big, a big, um, some big games from Dixborough this year. So, yeah, Michael Walsh in charge yeah, of Dixborough. There's always a dark horse as well. Somewhere coming, you know, some team will come along that there's nothing about. But at the moment, I'd say the biggest obstacle to the Shamrocks would be O'Loughlin's. Yeah, it was a cracking final there last year. Me being a James Stevens man, I just hope that they don't meet Shamrocks once again in the semi-final like they have done for the past few years. Uh, just before I let you go as well, Michael Walsh in charge of Dixborough, proud Dixborough man, has achieved tremendous success at the younger levels as well, getting the job. Would you know Michael very well? I would. I know Michael well. <clears throat> Sorry. I know Michael very well. A gentleman, if there's ever one. Yeah. Well, we're looking forward to seeing how he gets on. We're looking forward to that game tomorrow as well, Morris. Thanks very much for being so honest and it's quite refreshing to be able to, to chat to yourself and best of luck tomorrow. Thanks very much. Thanks Thank very you. much, ladies and gentlemen. That's uh, Morris Aylward. He is the manager of St Mullins ahead of the Ballon Killing game, which will be part of our double header there tomorrow. Very, Robbie, very honest kind of re- refreshing, I must say. You know, it's not the sound bites that you hear. Uh, he had some gripes and... He said them, and we'll reach out to the Carlo County Board as well just to give them the right to reply also. Yeah, 100%, and he was dead right there to kind of issue what he feels is wrong with um, the GA calendar at the moment. The only thing I would say, and I completely appreciate Morris's honesty there, and I think it sounded great, and you could tell he's so passionate about GA in general, but everyone is kind of pulling the arm of the GA at the moment. Some people want it whereby it's gone back to September's all in finals from the inter-county season, and they push the club season out to the winter. Other people want to condense like it is some people want it around the middle it's very very awkward I think the problem really with the GA for being honest is there's so many games it's hard to it's, it's almost impossible it's basically impossible to, to stack them into one year the calendar just doesn't fit um, the amount of games so that's something that they have to look at but no one really wants to speak about that because we want the quantity of games which also brings a massive quality of games too but we don't want to kind of shorten them because as supporters we love seeing hurling football whatever it may be well, it seems like hurling is going on year round, but like that's only for a select group of players. I'm sure that there's people playing playing in the Carlo League now, and their their hurling season's finished. Yeah, no, that's very true. I understand Nave that completely. Nave breed, they're not going to be competing in semi-finals. They have no chance of provincial success. I, I completely understand that, but that's just the nature of the beast. You're talking about championship is why we all love the GAA. You're going to be knocked out at some stage. That's why it is so... That's why so many people get involved in it from a young age or something very, yeah. very... Whereas, you know, with other sports, it's a league campaign. So, uh, obviously, GA also is a mixture of league and championship. But I, I think generally, you're just not going to please everyone when it comes to this. I think there are some things that the GA need to look at. Look, you speak about young kids, they want to see inter-county players on the television screen or if they go to the matches and they're not going to see them now for a good 10 months, how does that help promote the game? Then on the other hand, you have to treat the club players with the utmost respect because ultimately, they're the backbone of, of the sport and they're the most important stakeholders in the sport and if without the club there'd be absolutely no inter-county game and there'd be no game in general so it's a very awkward one that the GA have to deal with I do have sympathy I think they don't go about their business in the best ways sometimes but ultimately when when you're talking about GA calendars there's there's so many issues um, with them and they have to stack a, some, some amount of games into one year and, and I do I do kind of feel bad for them in that sense but I'd be interested to see what our listeners um, actually think about that because I know that everyone's always complaining but I, I just think it is really difficult 083306 9696 to contact line if you want to have your voices heard.
Welcome back to uh, Scoreline. Now we're going to continue our coverage of all things Carlo Senior Championship final. We spoke to uh, Maurice Aylward there from St Mullins and we spoke to Owen Larkin from Ballinkillen. And St Mullins go head-to-head at Ballinkillen in the second game of the day. But the first game of the day is Mount Leinster Rangers going up against Bagnallstown Gales. Joining me now on the line from Bagnallstown Gales is Gavin Nolan. Gavin, how are you doing, sir? Good, good. Not a bother on yourself. I'm very good. I'm excited about what's to come. We had the junior final last night, intermediates today, and then the seniors then to to kind of finish off a great weekend for Carlo Hurlan. Yeah, a massive, a massive weekend for Carlo Hurlan and a massive weekend, I suppose, for Bagnallstown as well. Our intermediates throughout this evening in the semi final against Navon. So a, a big weekend of Hurlan for Bagnallstown Gales. It certainly is. Uh, just even having a look at the intermediate team in themselves, are you going to get to go and watch the game or are you just kind of fully focused on tomorrow? I know we'll go over and have a look and support the boys. Um, most of the lads have been training all year with us, so look, we'll, we'll go over and we'll, we'll lend our support to them and hopefully they can get over the line and get their foot in the final. Yeah, it'll be a real kind of buzz about the place, especially coming up. Uh, what's going to be a, a tough task tomorrow going up against the county champions, Mount Leinster Rangers? I don't think they lost in the league or anything this year. How have you been preparing to go up against them? Yeah, sure, look, we've, we've kind of, I suppose, we've been playing week in, week out there the last number of weeks. And look, I suppose, since I suppose before the Navon match, that was do or die for us. And we had to win to keep our semi final chances alive. And this week, really, it's just about recovering the body and the mind for uh, tomorrow afternoon. We had uh, picked up a good few knocks there from the balling killing game, as expected. Saying our rivals was always going to be tough and hard. So we're just trying to monitor lads and give everyone the opportunity to be um, fit uh, and ready to go for uh, what's a massive test for us tomorrow against the, the county champions. I think they've been in the last 10 or 12 county finals. So, look, they're going to be very hard to overturn, but all we can do is focus on ourselves and try to get a massive performance of our players. Yeah, certainly. Uh, like, is the preparation going into this now different than it would be in the league? Like, what's as a manager, how do you prepare for a knockout championship game as opposed to the league? Well, I suppose we're probably lucky in one sense that, as I said earlier, the day on was a was a knockout match for us and them, and I suppose you kind of get a little sense of a little bit more whether it's pressure or lads are a little bit more tuned into the fact that it's do or die. But look, this week has been fairly relaxed. It's just really been working on one or two things and trying to get everything right for tomorrow. We're under no illusions as to what's ahead of us. But look, we're looking forward to it and it's a, it's a massive opportunity to try to get to a county final. It's huge. And like I was only talking to Owen Larkin there at three o'clock and just talking about a, a possible final between Bagnallstown Gales and Ballinkillen. Um, you mentioned Mount Leinster Rangers being in the final over 12 years and it kind of seemed just back and forth between them and St Mullins. It, it, it would be something completely different for Carlo Hurland to have a Bagnallstown and a Ballinkillen in a final. Yeah, it would be. It would be um I'd say it would be um it'd be a hectic week down around Ballinkillen and Bagnallstown Gales <laughs> all right next week if the two of us were to be in the final their neighbours and there's a lot of crossover relations playing against each other and that but look, I suppose I'm like Owen Larkin, we're just we're just focused on trying to get over tomorrow first and trying to get our foot in a county final. And does the underdog tag then suit your lads then? Like, as you're going in against the county champions, they're probably going to be favoured. So, with that Suchi going in, knowing that you're you're going to be up against it, knowing that they might have it in their head that you know that little lapse of concentration might be in their head because they might be too confident or something. 
Oh, well, look, I suppose, look, we've probably been underdogs for the last three years since we came up senior into Carlo Hurling. And look, I suppose everyone, everyone kind of likes to see an underdog doing well. But look, Mount Leinster Rangers know how to win semi-finals. They know how to win finals. But look, it's the underdog tag that we have. Um, look, I don't think anyone in Carlo or associated with Carlo Hurling could see a win tomorrow for Bagland Town Gales. But look, we're really looking forward to it and we're open to go really hard against them. Yeah, no doubt. And... The injuries that you mentioned there that you picked up, are, like, are, is there massive cause for concern within the camp? Ah, well, look, there's Craig Doyle, Jamie Clark, Andrew Townsend. Well, look, we're giving them ever, every opportunity till tomorrow to, to see will they be back. But look, we're just hopeful that we'll have everyone. If we don't, we're after, as we said, from the start of the year, when you're playing in week in, week out, you have to have a panel and it's going to take 20, 22 players to try to get over the line against Mount Leinster Rangers tomorrow. But look, we're hopeful that we'll have as many lads available as we can. And if we don't, we hopefully have someone else to come into the breach to take the spot for them. Well, wish you the best of luck, Gavin. And we're going to be listening intently in here. The game's thrown in at quarter past two. Would you prefer the, the earlier game or the later game? Or does that even matter? Um, look, I suppose you'd rather the earlier game instead of kind of waiting around later for it and going over and maybe being distracted by what's going on in the other semi-final. But look, we're 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 looking forward to it as a club and as a management and players. So look, it's uh, it's a great I suppose it's a great opportunity to have, and hopefully the, the underdogs might come out on top tomorrow. And the bunting will be out, no doubt. Then afterwards, Gavin, thanks very much for taking the call, sir. No problem. Thanks a million. Best Thank of luck in the much. final. That game thrown in tomorrow from quarter past two. With thanks to Dan Morrissey and Co. Welcome back to Scoreline with myself, Shane O'Keefe. We're in the last hour of the show and I'm delighted now to be joined on the line by Mount Leicester Rangers manager Paul O'Brien as he prepares his side to take on Bagnallstown Gales tomorrow. Paul, how are you doing, sir? Good now, good. Thanks. Excited, I'd imagine? Yeah, looking forward to it. Looking forward to it. We've, I suppose we've, we've played a lot of league championship games and looking forward to getting down to serious business and continuing on and, and winning ways if we can, you know? Yeah, you have five wins from five in the league. Uh, does that give you a lot of kind of confidence heading into this game with Bagnallstown Gales only managed two wins themselves? Yeah, look, I I don't think us us winning all our games or them not winning all our games has any reckoning on on tomorrow. And I don't think we say the the initial meeting between the two sides in the in, in the first round has any real bearing on it either. You know. Both teams have had a fair bit of change in, in, in personnel since since the first day and trying different things out based on the format of the, the competition. So it's it's all to come down to tomorrow, I suppose. Yeah, it certainly is. And uh, it's gonna be it's gonna be a great battle. And I was about to say it, like, you know, you're going for three in a row, it's somewhat of a purple patch or whatever for Mount Leinster Rangers. But when we were looking through the history of the, the last county finals, like it's it's rare not to see Mount Leinster Rangers not appearing in it as well. What seems to be happening out there? Why is it seem to be so successful for so long? Um, look, I suppose I'm, I'm down there for the first time this year and it's very much down to, I suppose, a culture within the club of of lads coming through, like a lot of the lads who are on the senior team now would have been looking at the team in 2012, 2013 and striving to get up to that level. Um, and and over the last decade, it's been it's been very much like that. That young lads are seeing the senior team go well, and they're they're looking to to drive up to that level. And one one of the great things is a lot of, a lot of the people who have won county championships and have been successful are doing a lot of coaching with the club, 
um, at, at minor level and, and below, you know, and 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 with the intermediate side and etc. And even the senior team now, there's there's all lads who've been involved with with the team when they've been successful, and that all that link just is is massive, you know, and, and just creating that culture of of looking and trying to be successful, you know. Yeah, it's uh, it's just been incredibly successful for for so long. But like the, we we've seen the three in a row been stopped before for Mount Leinster Rangers as well. I know it's your first year in charge, but has there any been rumblings about two thousand the two thousand nineteen loss to Saint Mullins where they stopped that three in a row? No, to be honest with you, and I thought the the way we're looking at it is we set out in the in the, the start of the championship to win the games we're going out to. And all we're trying to do is beat Bagnus down. We're not thinking of of anything more beyond that. Like we're trying to we're trying to get a good performance in tomorrow. That's it. And what's your assumption? We were talking to Maurice Edward, who's stepping in for St Mullins manager this year, replacing Niall O'Donnell. And you know he says uh, the Carroll League is obviously different than what they experienced, just due to the numbers of of teams involved. He's coming from the Kilkenny setup, where there's twelve teams. What what what's your experience like so far of the the championship structure and the league structure, indeed? Yeah, I suppose. Look, if you go from the Bulger Cup into the Championship, and it's you're playing the same teams and like I suppose um tomorrow will be the, the tour time ourselves and, and, and Bagelstown. I played this year and, and they won one and we won one and they they played each other in the during the twenty championship there two weeks ago and they're gonna play again possibly in the I, I don't know what way the semi final stage is, but they could could well meet again in that. So there's a fair amount of familiarity with with, with teams playing against each other consistently, you know. Yeah, does that breed its own problems then, in a way, because you're you're constantly going up against each other. We know the intermediate side of things about Leinster Rangers; they're taking on St Mullins now in the semi-final. Nave Owen against Bagnallstown Gales. There's just so much familiarity between the sides. Does that pose a problem when you're trying to manage it, or is it a benefit because you're you're getting accustomed to the guys that you're going up against? Yeah, look, it depends on your outlook in life. If you're looking to find problems, you'll find problems, and if you're looking to find opportunities and, 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 and find benefits, you find them as well. So um we're look, look we're we're looking to try, try and find opportunities and benefits and, and kind of work on them rather than be looking for problems if you know what I mean. Certainly. And with the success that you've had at at, at a local level, uh, I know all managers say you don't look past the, the the next game that you have in front of you, but on the cost for some people's mind has to be provincial and an All-Ireland series from there as well but I'd imagine you're just focusing on the game tomorrow Well I can you know, I can tell you now there's absolutely no one who in, within our camp who's, who's thinking of anything other than Bagnallstown and well thinking of anything other than Bagnallstown and ourselves and our performance um, tomorrow you know there's no there's no looking beyond that because look we've seen teams at, at different stages and competitions in all in all sporting fields, and if you start thinking about the next game, that's when that's when you get caught and you get complacent. So there's there's none of that, and look, that's very much the way we 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 approached the the championship so far, looking to try and win the games that we're playing, like and not looking any further beyond that, you know. Well, th- thanks, Paul, for taking the time. It'd be remiss of me not to ask a, a proud Dublin man uh, about the the managerial vacancy up there in Dublin with Matthew Kenny stepping away. Lots of names been banded about. Is there any names that you might hear up in the big smoke as to who might be taking on that role? Um, do you know what? In, in fairness, in, in, in comparison to maybe Mayo, where there's an awful lot of talk about who might be doing this or who might be doing that, and it's played out on social media. It doesn't seem to be the case in Dublin, and 
um, the the county border obviously go up there and they're not letting a whole lot a whole lot out there into the into the eater, you know, and um they're they're gone quietly about their business. And look, it could be it could be anyone. There's there's a couple of good candidates can, candidates within Dublin, and then there's there's a few more who've been who's been successful with with other counties and in, in other spheres. So be interesting to see. Could be could be a Kilkenny man or two in the mix there as well. <laughs> Certainly, you have you have the Offaly job, you have the Waterford job, the Dublin and the Kilkenny job indeed up on the hurling side of things. So it's going to be an interesting merry-go-round. But interesting tomorrow, quarter past two, Netwatch Cullen Park. We're looking forward to covering the game. Thanks very much for taking the time, sir. No matter, no matter at all. All right. Thanks very much. That's Mount Leicester Rangers manager. They're going up against Bagnallstown Gales tomorrow. Paul O'Brien, very generous with his time there. It's no doubt a very busy day tomorrow for all four managers so we really genuinely appreciate them giving their voice and giving the fans uh, a chance to hear how they're preparing for the massive, massive games that are happening tomorrow. (laughs) 